All right. Ready? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You ready? Yep. Yeah. All right. Woken up. Woken up. Woken up. Woken up. <laughs> Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. It's so. time for the Chip Lounge Podcast. Woo! So, yeah, we'll finally do it. Oh, this, this is going to get Welcome back, everyone, to the Chip Lunch podcast, and I hope you are ready to open up another bag of chips with us. Uh, we are joined by Brayden, who's uh, we've uh, got rid of Ethan. Yeah, for once, finally. <laughs> finally. finally. We've heard, we've heard what don't you've talk, been asking Don't talk for. until you've been introduced. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I'm going to introduce Michael Grease, a man very, I'm very fond of. And Hello, I'm very, I'm very, very. Why you love? I'm very pleased <laughs> to have good, you we're on. We're in a good mood. Intro. We are in a good mood. Um, yeah, yeah. So Brandon joins us. Michael joins us. I'm also yeah. very fond of Greaves. I just thought I'd put that out there. Yeah, no need to compare. I am not <laughs> fond of either of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really cool to have you along. Uh, first question we like to ask everyone: How do you have your chips? Uh, Hot chips. The, the question is normally shit can salt or normal salt. The That's answer, the first question. And the answer would be chicken salt. I knew you'd I knew you'd yes. say hundred percent chicken salt. Yeah. Um no tomato one. sauce. Yes. Um the only exception to that was at Wollongong Uni at the uni bar. Ah uh, yeah. They would do a roll, chip roll with gravy. Yeah. Oh. And you would get more chips on the chip roll than you would yeah, if you, you just bought regular chips. chips and it was cheaper. So that doesn't make sense. No, no. Well, that tells you the quality of Wollongong University. <laughs> Ooh, shots spicy. fired! Shots yeah, fired! Spices. Yeah. I had a great time. Hot and spicy. <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't, didn't do any work. But I had a great time. <laughs> we spent a lot of time on these episodes, um, trashing, trashing universities. Anyway, oh, just so. wait till we get to high school, Joel. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's pull it back a bit. Let's talk about your chips first, because I know that yeah, yeah. if you want to talk about that, I remember you had a sauce sandwich before you had a cricket match once. What? <laughs> That's that's a story from school. I, I did not remember that. Anyway, um, I feel like you two have some history. We have a we lot of history. We do have. It'll, a lot of it'll come out in this podcast, <laughs> I think. Excellent. Um, so, where's your local fish and chip shop, or where do you get your chips from? Uh, it's a place in Sutherland. It's a chicken place in Sutherland. I don't know what it's called, but we would get get a chicken burger and chips. That's kind of the. We as in you and your wife? M- yes, my wife Ange. Shout out Ange. Shout out. She's to awesome. Ange. She's excellent. Yep. She's um, excellent. Excellent. <laughs> yep. Uh, that would. That's like the. What are we going to do? We don't want to cook. Yeah. We need something. Yep. The one near Coles. Uh, yeah. 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 Mm. Just up from Coles. I just think of the people like listening to us, like, oh yeah, the one in Sutherland near Coles, and they're like, there's heaps of people listening to us, and like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, but the people <laughs> that do, they know. They know. They know. They know. The if you know, the you know. The important people know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, right, the second question we yep. always ask everyone is thank you for telling us about your chips. Yep. How did you become a Christian? Uh, cool. So I thought um, telling the story, I was thinking a little bit back to um, Braden has an icebreaker question when he has blokes nights, which is every boy growing up liked one of two things. Yeah. It's dinosaurs or trains. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's the question, right? Cool. I want to answer that question. It seemed too. like every, everyone liked that. I liked both. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's a little bit of a cheat answer. Um, super into dinosaurs and science and also like super into machines. Yeah. So like Thomas Tank Engine, mm-hmm. Transformers, yeah. Steel Transformers, <laughs> yeah. kind of ongoing, right? Um, <laughs> but the thing with dinosaurs is that that kind of comes with that whole idea of evolution and, you know, science and kind of thinking through the world from that lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of growing up, you just have that 
dinosaurs existed millions of years ago. That's all part of evolutionary theory. So you've got that. Um, so there was no kind of like religiousness in my household uh, at all. So neither of my parents uh, went to church. Uh, my grandparents on my mum's side were Catholic, which meant that I got baptised uh, in the Catholic church mm. as a, well, christened in the Catholic church as an infant. Mm. Um, the priest came around to our house at some point to like before that happened, because I mean, I don't know. And my dad was like, yeah, that was weird. And then they never went ever again. So that was like the one time it happened. And it was just to appease my grandparents. Right. Being like, well, you've got to do it because otherwise you'll go to hell. Um, so that was basically it. So there was no religion. There was a, like, there was a lot of evolution. And that kind of just, just part of, not that my parents were like, evolution is real, but just the, that's all I really had as a worldview. Yeah. Um, but uh, kind of similar to Quinn the other week, uh, I have this sense that think there's there's an order to the world that has to be, and yes. so like there, there's a way the world is supposed to be, and I don't like when it's not that way. Yeah, I reckon I got a similar experience. Um, and it's not necessarily like a good or bad thing; it's just a should or shouldn't be thing. Um, and there's a uh, story my dad liked to tell her when I was little, and he would read stories to me. If it's one of those books that was repetitive, he would try and like skip. Sections <laughs> or like words just to speed up the process. Because so he's bored. Yeah, because it's like I've read this book <laughs> so four times today. <laughs> like I'm yeah. done. I'm done with the repetitiveness. So he just skip it, and I would be like, "That's not how the book goes." Like you've got to read it properly. Um, and there's no like moral like statement with that. It's not a good or bad thing. It's just that's how the book was. So that's how you should read it. Um, and not that I realized it at the time, but those two worldviews don't really work because the randomness of evolution doesn't necessarily lead to a order of how things should be it just explains how things have come to be okay um and so you know i just had those two in my head not that i really understood it because i was a child and a teenager mm -hmm. um but when i got to i did what else? i was catholic scripture in primary school same um which was lame because the protestant scripture was the fun exciting one and i think i swapped i didn't know when they asked me the question because I'd never had any church back then. They're like, Catholic or Protestant scripture? And I was like, Catholic. And then, <laughs> and then I went to like one one term of Catholic scripture. And then someone said yeah. like, oh, the, the other one you get lollies or something. I was like, well, I guess I'm Protestant now. Making yeah. a transfer. Yeah. So I'm I went a little reformation. So, yeah, so I went to Bangor Primary School, which is a massive primary school. Mm. Like it's huge. Like we had five classes per grade wow that like is it was massive and i remember going to high school and they're like for some of you this might seem overwhelming i'm like this seems smaller than my primary school yeah <laughs> um and so what ended up happening was when you've got i don't know a hundred and something odd kids and 80 of them are running into the hall to do protestant scripture and there's 15 of us in this classroom doing coloring in of like noah and the rainbow and then you'd go back to class and this horde of kids would come running down the hallway to go to class and you'd be like, oh, that's the fun one. Um, <laughs> so that was like my entire experience of, of, of Christianity or any religion until we get to high school. So in high so Hang on. on. Yeah. You stopped me. We were in the same year. We were in the same year, Joel. Yep. We that's, are. That's where we met each other. We anyway, met each keep other. going. Guy me Technology High School yep. would have been 98, 99, something like that. 99 we 99. started. Yeah. Um, no Catholic uh, scripture, no. just regular scripture. Um, it was just Protestant scripture. That was the only thing that was offered. Um, but 
there was an option to opt out of scripture. Yes. And so I took that offer because scripture <laughs> was boring and lame. Yeah, right. Um, but what ended up happening was, uh, I think like two weeks in, in English, there's a knock on the door and it's, and it's Fee Francesconi. Oh. And she goes to the teacher and says, oh, I've got this list of all the kids that are supposed to be in my scripture class that haven't turned up yet. And my name was on the list. So at some point, either my note got stolen or Fee just ignored it. I don't know. You'll have to ask <laughs> Fee on a future episode. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. If I guess I'm supposed to be there, then I'll just go. You know that you bring that up because we we're in the same year. Something like that happened to me. I think I forgot to hand it in or something. Yeah. So for some reason, God is the note didn't happen, right? <laughs> it turns out that what, I, what happened was if you didn't do scripture, you went to the library. Mm. So like me and like four other people went to the library. Mm. And we were like, oh, this will be fun. We can just hang out and whatever. But we're in the library. And so the librarian's like, shush. So you're like, well, this sucks. So I'm like, fine, I'll go to, whatever, I'll go to scripture. Um, and it ended up being like the funnest thing ever. Like Fee was heaps fun. Um, I know you loved it. The conversation was heaps yep. fun. Um, we were, I don't think we we're in the same class for that. But I no, know. That, I know. But our cl- Mike, the class that I was in was super interested in what Fee had to say. Yeah, which meant good. that the class was... yeah really exciting and interesting because you would kind of talk through these ideas and not, I don't know, I don't, I don't even remember who was in my class, but I just remember it being a really positive experience. So kind of that's my first positive interaction um, with it. And then the idea of God and kind of, you know, the, the, the basic story of the Bible in terms of the world's broken. So God makes the world, the world's broken. Um, Jesus comes to fix it by dying on a cross and then there's heaven and Something in that sparks in me the idea of, oh, well, kind of I have this idea that the world's supposed to be the way it is. It's not the way it is. Why is that? Oh, cool. Here's this cool explanation yeah. that kind of yep. works for that. So That's um, so cool because it's very similar to how yeah. it played out for me. Um, Different story, but yeah. 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 And so that was year seven. You do two years of scripture. When we meet, we'd start hanging out at the end of year seven, didn't yeah, we? End of year seven, yeah. kind of. Yeah, I had like a couple of other friends, but then yeah, I don't I, know how we ended up like – kind of me falling into your group of Bengal kids. <laughs> the groups that got me were, they were pretty flexible and there was a fair amount of crossover between some of the groups, I think. Like maybe not early on, but kind of year nine onwards, I feel like there was a lot of crossover between some groups and mm. some like, there was probably from Bengal, there was probably, I don't know, like a, half a busload of kids in our grade like it was pretty big and that kind of dispersed amongst groups but there was still that connection so um it wouldn't because you always meet at the bus stop at the end of the yeah. day yeah, I remember yeah. That. and i think we used to sit on the steps by the basketball court and so like our whole grade would just be across that uh. um area so it wasn't like we were all over the school it was like we we're all in the same area and so if you sat on the other side of your group suddenly you were kind of on the edge of another group and <laughs> i don't know i feel like there was speaking the microphone i feel like there was that but also like a little bit of a divide and at certain points, you would like, if you crossed over, you would identify yourself in another group. But that could just be my yeah, experience. Yeah, no, I, m- I do remember there was one time when I feel like Karen and her friends came over and asked to be part of our group. <laughs> and I was like, I, I feel like it was a very quick yes, because there was a bunch of girls, girls. who were like, yep. hey, can we come and sit in with you guys? And we're like, yep. <laughs> just like your brains turn off. Um, so there was, so. I think that's right, yep. Uh, where was Karen, Karen's my wife, by yes, the way. Yes, yes, Karen, <laughs> yes. Um, we were all at school together mm. in the same grade, which mm-hmm. was very fun. Mm. Um, so where were we? Year seven, year eight, you do scripture with Fee. 
Um, and then it stopped. Then there's nothing on after that. Um, there's also Tuesday Arvos, though. Yeah, but at that point, I, we, I wasn't. We weren't doing we that. We weren't doing. We weren't doing that. Yeah. Um, year nine in an English, cl- I think it was an English class or maybe a history class. Um, there was a few of us sitting in the back row. There were a bunch of girls sitting in front of us, and they turned around and said, "Hey, do you want to come to Rev Twenty One?" And we're like, "What is that?" And they're like, "Oh, it's this youth group. It's on Friday night." It's in a factory in Kiraway. Do you want to come? And once again, our brains went, uh, and then yes, um, <laughs> we definitely want to do that. Um, and that was Soul Revival, uh, youth, Soul Revival's year nine and 10 group when we were back at Guy Anglican. Yep. Uh, had a factory in the back of Kiraway. Um, <laughs> called the factory. Called the, fa- called the, called the venue. And oh, the venue, yeah, sorry. And the venue. I, I distinctly remember Karen being like, yeah, it's super easy. It's on Waratah Street. And just look for a giant red B, like letter B. And I, we, we drove up and down Waratah Street <laughs> looking for this big B. And it was a Bridgestone Tires sign <laughs> where it was just the B, but it wasn't, it was like, it wasn't red. It was like, it was like a dark orange and black. Like it was yeah. not a thing yeah. that we were looking for. Yeah, my anyway, wife's not amazing at direction. Um, we found it um, and that was, he- and then we would, yeah, every Friday night we'd be going down there and hanging out and yeah. there'd be, yeah, youth activities and a talk. And so that was kind of another exposure of that. Back at school, chip lunch, Friday lunchtime uh, Christian group, which, you know, shares the name with this podcast. Yep, um, which you came f- up with. The, yep. Uh, you were very good at coming up with names. Yeah, I just stole a name from a previous thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you're a good associate. Um, you also came up with the saying for our church that Jesus changes everything. Did I? Cool. I don't remember that. I believe you did. Oh, cool. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you're good at it. Anyway, so keep going. Where, yeah, so chip lunch um, is happening on Friday. So that's the lunchtime Christian group, which Fee was at. Um, also Stu, uh, Jai, Chris. Mm. Chris Stevens yep. at the time. Tim Baldwin. Tim Baldwin would have been there for a time. Um, so there was, there was, that was happening. We had that weird amphitheater thing that we could all, they all like, they did, that started doing the talking that. For some yeah, reason yeah, they, they built an amphitheater. Yeah, they built this amphitheater <laughs> for the drama class. So, <laughs> would have cost so for the reenactment money. of Gladiator. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it was like. Yeah. So it was, so the drama room was like a demountable on the, yeah. on the fringe of the school next to the boat shed. Remember the boat shed? Why did we have a boat shed? Because you used to go to do, like, <laughs> like you get your boat license as a sport. What? Like what? driving on the grass? No, they would they would take they would take the boat. The I, I basically, what I think happened was I think at some point there was a teacher who was super into boating but couldn't <laughs> oh, afford it and yeah, like talked to the school into buying a boat. Um, <laughs> so he took it out on weekends. Yeah. yeah. So there was like that the big field out into the corner that no one you could never go in. Yeah. Glam, that's yeah. the other thing. It was, it was a giant paddock. It's a, it's a giant. <laughs> it's a giant property. It had a giant. Yeah. It's a giant property and, and this giant it. oval that no yeah. one was allowed to use because yeah. it was too big. Yeah. To actually for them to supervise. Yeah. So, so we had like two, one normal size oval, and then the other ones like double that. Well, yeah. When you had, weren't allowed to go had, on it, and then had, there was out the back too. Yeah. So you had a you had a giant. Fo- you had two basketball courts. A, f- a football oval, the tennis courts, like two tennis courts, <laughs> and then a patch of grass, and then a paddock over here. Also, a long jump pit near the long, <laughs> yeah, long jump pit over in the corner. I think they got. I remember that one. Use, you used once. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So there was a drama room demountable, and then like the construction class built an amphitheater for them, like on the into the hill. Oh, I didn't know it was a construction class. Yeah, yeah. So it was part of like sense. DNT. Okay. Thing. Okay. That's um. Cool. And it was like a three or four tiered concrete. Mm. 
amphitheater. Mm. So like brown in colour. Yeah, like painted at Mission Brown. <laughs> um, uh, and so, yeah, you could, stand in the, you could stand in the middle of it and basically talk unmiked. Yeah. To a bunch of people and we would take that over every Friday and no one ever used it ever so we were the yeah. only people using it um, yeah so they're doing the, like talks on Jesus and people you can hear them yeah, it's not well, like it was, that was actually pretty cool yeah so we like kick soccer ball around stuff and, and yeah um, and rip into Stu because he goes for Sheffield Wednesday <laughs> top um, of the league at the moment top of the top of, what division well, no, well. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into <laughs> that the guy who supports Bolton oh, I'm just saying <laughs> I'm, oh, that was that, <laughs> what? That, if that came across as snarky that was supposed to be a, a, a real genuine question it's existing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so yeah, at, at some point kind of, it all kind of clicked that my understanding of the world having an order and that order being broken was answered in the story of the gospel. Um, and so after one youth night, after the talk, they said, Hey, if you've ever thought about, um, following through with this and being friends with Jesus, you can say a prayer and, um, we're going to lead you in a prayer now. And I didn't do it at the night and then I went home and I just had this like angst about like I should have done it hmm. and so like I, it was really kind of probably you know I was sitting in bed not being able to sleep for a while going why why what's stopping me from from doing it why don't I just do it and then I just prayed and then I felt really relaxed <laughs> and then I went to sleep and then I didn't tell anyone hmm. for a while I remember you telling me in a food tech class. Really? Mm. Cool. I've you and Jared, our friend Jared yeah, from yeah. the same year, you were you were on the other bay and I was on the other side. Yeah, yeah. And I think Amy and Michelle oh, <laughs> sorry, cool. yeah, yeah. asked yeah. you if if you were a Christian and then they you answered them or something. Yeah, okay. And then Jared asked me. He asked you and then yeah, he yeah. asked me and I'm like, I'm not sure. Yeah. And you said yes. Yeah. So I remember not say, not telling anyone straight away because I wanted to tell Fee. But I didn't, wouldn't see Fee until the following Friday, so I spent a whole week not telling anyone. Not that, it, not that it like, like, not that people were asking, not that people constantly. were asking me, or that I think I changed all that much. Um, Every day, in the you're week. a Christian, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Greaves, um, you're a, you're a Christian. Yeah. So that was kind of, and then that was, uh, so I'd be like 15, I think, at that point. Yeah. And then, kind of, I mean, I like, how long do you want me to talk for? As long as you want, bro. Yeah, cool. Um, and so then I was a Christian at high school, and we can talk a little bit about this later, about what our experience was at high school. Mm. Um, kind of, like a lot of people were going to youth group. Yeah, there's a lot like of people from our year. people from our grade mm. were either Christians, were said they were Christians, or were going to youth group. Like went, went to a different one, not even the one we were one. going to. Yeah. But even like yeah. Rev, we had heaps of people, and a bunch of people I wouldn't have ever thought would go. It kind of became the thing that our a big portion of our school did, yeah, was yeah. go to youth group until you kind of hit the having parties yeah. age yes um so kind of doing all that uh kind of just living as a christian but not re not really a thing like what does it mean to be a christian kind of i didn't really know and it wasn't until schoolies mm. uh where <laughs> solely so solely's goes on a schoolies trip yeah and um and our friends organized a schoolies trip yep and it was at the same time. Exactly and the same I, time. Exactly the same, the, same, the same. Exactly the same time. And for a portion of it, the same place. Um, which, is an, which is an important story. Um, and uh, where was I going with this? Um, a bunch of our friends who had said they were Christians were no longer Christians. Yeah. And said, no, schoolies is 
for us to celebrate finishing school together. It's not a church thing. You need to come with us if you're our friends. So that's what I did. Um, I was like, okay, cool. Well, that's all right. It's just a week and we'll go and do this thing and then we'll celebrate school. And in some ways they're kind of like, I understand their point, right? That they're saying, no, you should come with us because you're our friend. And yeah. and um, so we did that. It was crap. Had a possibly <laughs> the most miserable week of my, like I'm a, I can be a pretty miserable person sometimes. <laughs> um, but that was like, there was nothing about that trip there's nothing valuable that I enjoyed. Yeah, um, we went to the Gold Coast. Uh, I don't remember going to the beach. Oh, we went. Did we? Yeah. I don't. Rem- I don't have a memory of going. Did to you the go, beach. Joel? To the we Joel, went. The yeah, same Joel time. also yeah. came. Um, my enduring memory of that school is was that we would have we'd stayed up so late that we would have breakfast at lunchtime, lunchtime at dinner time, and dinner at like one o'clock yeah. in the morning. There was a bunch of stuff <laughs> where like half our grade, half the friends, so it was, we, we went with a massive group. We had two apartments of like eight. So we'd like yeah. 16 people, right? And we were across the room from each other, which was great. Um, but half the group weren't 18. Yeah. And so the guys who were 18 were like, screw you to the guys who weren't 17. We're going to go to this thing. And if you can't come, we'll sucked in. Yeah. Um, we had that. There was just a lot of drinking. Yeah. There was a lot of like people drinking warm beer because there wasn't enough room in the fridge <laughs> for all the beer. And so I, it was just I remember... Yes, I remember tipping some kind of alcoholic beverage down the sink because yep. I couldn't, I couldn't stomach it. Yeah. And then the other thing was that our, I don't remember. What the, so at the Gold Coast, there's like the one strip of the Gold Coast that's like the repre- uh, uh, Cavill Avenue. Cavill Avenue. Yeah. Um, which is basically like the big party dodgy section. Mm. Our hotel had a casino in the bottom of it. I remember that, and it was pink. Did it? Yeah, it had a casino <laughs> underneath. It wasn't open, but it had a casino. Oh right. Um, but I do remember at one point there were parties being thrown in the different rooms and the security guard who was supposed to keep everyone who wasn't in the, in the hotel out yeah. was in one of the rooms having a party. <laughs> and then I remember at one point, what you would do is you could just yell out a room number and then everyone would go to that room. And I remember one time sitting on our balcony and some dude who was only wearing oh, yeah. women's underwear and fishnets is grinding against our <laughs> balcony door while I'm outside the balcony. Um, and had to like <laughs> at some point had to just yell out some other poor person's apartment number yeah. to like get everyone to leave because no one in our room like threw the party they just happened yeah. to be that they'd, they'd all walked in yeah. and you couldn't keep them out so um, we were miserable and then the, of course the worst thing of the whole thing was the very first day we were there we ran into Solis. Ah, yeah. So the youth group that you so the youth we planned th- to meet up with them. Yeah, but that was the but the, the whole thing was it was just like so they said, oh, we're going to be there and we're going to be in the same spot, so we'll meet up. Okay. But it meant that we spent the first day with them. Yeah, had a great time. Yeah, and then spent the next five days just miserable, and then thinking about, oh, wouldn't it have been heaps fun if we had gone with these other guys? <laughs> <laughs> I think also that point was like, you tell me if you agree. Yeah. Um, It'd been leading up to that point. It was like, this is a pivotal point in our lives. And I think that school is probably a bit of a turning point for both of oh, us. Oh, yeah. Well, it was it was kind of the the biggest marker of we need to make a call one way or the other. Yeah. Um, yeah. Towards the end of high school. So the way that youth, the way that stuff worked at Gomer Anglican was you were at youth group on a Friday up to year 10. And then you'd go to Solis from year 11 and 12, which was the Saturday night young adult hangout. Yeah. Um. And what ended up happening was our friends would throw parties on Saturday and invite us 
But then, at least for me, I wasn't getting invited to the parties on Friday. So it was like, they were basically throwing down the gauntlet of like, we're testing you to come to this party. Yeah. And if you don't, then you're not our friend. And so for a while, we were kind of jumping between, at least I was jumping between trying to manage both of them. Yeah. Um, but eventually it was like, well... I got, I got over that. Uh, yeah, also because like, I started going out with Karen and yeah. she was going to Solis more. Yeah. But yeah. And, and I was like, <clears throat> we're just going to these house parties and people getting hammered and there'd be the same fights every week over the same girls every week. And nothing ever got... so dumb. Nothing ever got resolved. Um, yeah. You know, the highlight being, I remember leaving one party and there was a bunch of dudes standing around a car just peeing on it because someone had had a fight with someone and that was the way that they were getting revenge on this person. So this guy was going to walk out of the party and just have a car covered in pee. And I was like, <laughs> why is this the thing that everyone wants to do? Yeah. When like Solis is having like doing all these fun, exciting things. And it wasn't even, just about being fun. It was just about feeling loved. That was well, it was like, so even, like they were doing all this fun stuff and even the nights when they weren't doing anything was still fun because you're just meeting people and everyone was yeah. nice and wanted to be a friend. Um, so yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't a hard, in the end, it wasn't a hard decision because we basically went that journey and basically had to make a decision. Um, it also helped that school had finished. So it was kind of like, yeah, there, there isn't that thing where you're going to go to school on Monday and get ripped on for dogging the boys. Yeah, you're not seeing them every not day. Not seeing anymore. them every day. Um, yeah, so there was kind of, there was kind of that, um, and yeah, basically from from then on, it was kind of just growing in maturity as a Christian, um, kind of getting into getting into ministry took yeah. a, took a little bit of time, but then getting into youth group and doing. So I've been doing youth ministry now for like 15 years. Um, so basically from like 19, 20. Yeah, to we started together. To now again. we started together, um, which is fun. So I suppose we can probably talk about that or talk about, I don't know if you want to get back into the high school Let's story. Let's go back like to high school, I reckon, yeah, because yeah. like, what is it like we've reflected previously about how we wish that we had been more um, visible in our faith and like looking back on it now, you think you're, you're worried about trying to fit in or trying not to get ripped on. I think it's more yeah. like that. Um. Yeah. What about the culture in terms of like being in a group of lads and stuff? I think we're going to have a similar similar perspective on that. But yeah, you feel like I reckon you stood up more than I did. Um, I felt like the the so because kind of at the same time a whole bunch of people were going to youth group for the early part of high school. It wasn't that big of a deal. Mm. Yeah. Um. It was only when we got into like year ten and onwards and the options for going to parties and sleeping around kind of became a thing that it was more of an attitude of like, oh, you're doing this lame childish thing. Why don't you come and do this fun adult thing? And they were calling us squares. I mean, like the worst, we got, the worst <laughs> we got called was squares. But that was the thing I hated the most. Verbally. Mm. Um, it would, to me, the thing that bothered me the most was the... They were my like close friends. Was, mm. uh, yeah. That to me, sorry. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not hijacking That's what right. you're saying, but um, yeah, to me it was that close friends were saying, you're yeah. squares because you're not doing what we want to do. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it wasn't so much the calling of squares. It was more the, it was more the, you've got to do what, if you're our friends, you've got to do what we want. Yeah. Not so much like we're friends, so we'll do what we both want to do. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's um, similar. Yeah, what I'm saying. And so yeah. it's kind of like where we, re like what does friendship mean? Yeah. to you and what does friendship mean to me if if friendship to you means I need to do what you want to do then that's not 
friendship. Like that's not yeah. friendship because I've got no input in that at all. There's a lot of taking. There's a lot of taking. Um, so yeah, there's that. I don't know. I I I look back at the dynamics of high school and I didn't enjoy high school really at all. Um, and I'm I'm tr- still trying to be like a bit reflective as to go how much of that was on other people and how much of that is on mine. Yeah. On me. Because I think it's really easy to go, oh, high school sucked because all these people were lame mm. um, and they were jerks and whatever. And then, But then also it's just like, well, how did I react to that situation and was I ever a jerk? And the answer is probably, I'm going to say yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, and so could I have responded better to some of the negativity? Definitely. Um, so kind of, you know... And that's I don't, what, I I don't know. We, yeah. It's all about getting revenge, isn't yeah. it? Well, like, it's, it's it's a lot of paying well, out going even, on. Yeah, you just want to be you just want to be the person that's not getting paid out. So yeah. if if that means that it's you paying out someone else, mm. as long as it's not you, then you're fine with it. I, I feel, feel like, like yeah. for myself, it was more also like keep getting paid out. I need to come up with a real zinger. Yeah. So then I to then I flip the situation and everyone's on my side. Yeah. But that was something that I was always trying to do, yeah. which I'd failed sometimes. But, like, I'd also get – I mean, I've apologised to Michael on numerous times for the way that I spoke to him back in the day yeah. because I did take it out on him sometimes. Just because you're just trying to go, oh, look, I did this to Michael, I did this yeah, to yeah. this person, I did this to that person. Hey, yeah. look, I and, – and it's all it's all personally motivated. Mm. Exactly what you're talking about is that I need to protect myself, so yeah. I need yeah. to do these things to make yeah. myself look I, good. Yeah. I think to kind of – I was thinking the other day – like in prep for this, like what are the three things you probably need? You to prepped so for this? Well, just I was just thinking about what <laughs> I, I was gonna, what I was going to. Well, just thinking about what I was going to say because I don't want it to be boring. No. Um, it's kind of like to survive high school, you probably need one of three things. You either need as a dude, you either need a quick wit, yes, to defend stuff. You either you need to be physically massive, yeah. Like if you're if you're a big person, like a big dude, then that yeah. that definitely helps. Or you need a a, a strong group of friends to back you up numerically. And I didn't have any, any of those. Yeah. So I wasn't as quick as some people. I'm not a big dude. Yeah. <laughs> and the people that I thought were my friends for the most part were kind of using other people to deflect the attention, the, the negative attention they were getting. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, so if I got was getting paid out, well, the easiest thing to me to do is to deflect it onto someone else and give them a nickname. Yeah, exactly. And then suddenly it, it moves. And I wasn't, and, and um, you know, it's not. It's not a woe is me thing. There were plenty of other people at school who also copped stuff, and I. But you got a fair bit. And I no, and that's fine. But I was. Just, I was just thinking like I did it too. Yeah. So I'm. I'm not yeah. trying to be like oh like you know woe is me, whatever. It was like no no I I did the same thing because yeah. it just it was just a chain reaction of stuff right. You just didn't want to be at the end of it. Yeah. And I'm like that is not a healthy culture. Yeah, for like absolutely. it's rather toxic. Yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> yeah. It was like I know like Lewis talked about his like his group being toxic. Um, but I feel like our school culture really wasn't helpful for like yeah like I don't think there were very many happy teachers at our school no and that didn't help no the, I don't think there were many the culture ha- I don't think there were many happy students <laughs> either yeah. yeah to be honest um, but I mean the yeah the 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 benefit was out of that I I came into Solis and. The difference with Solis was I had people at school who I, who I were calling my friends and they were treating me a certain way. And yeah. you thought were your friends. That I thought, yeah, well, yeah, well, they, well, you know, we were in a group together at school. Yeah. Right? yeah. 
So that's what friendship's supposed to... You, you think that's yeah. what friendship yeah, is, exactly. right? Yeah. Then you go to Solis and you run into um, someone and you've never met them before mm. and they're really lovely and friendly and want to know stuff about you. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand this. <laughs> like to me, that was so foreign yeah, yeah. to be like, oh, and then you're like, oh, maybe that's what real friendship is. Yeah. So you go, okay, what is it about them that's, that's creating this culture? And it was Jesus. And they did all, they still did a bunch of crazy, it wasn't like they were these dull, boring people. Like we still do all this crazy yeah. fun stuff. Like I remember the first wide games we ever played. <laughs> we were at, like um, Green Hills? Green Hills Beach. Right? Green yeah. Hills Beach. Like, and I just remember, like I'd never played wide games before. I don't really know what's going on. So what is wide games? For wide games, is, it's basically you play capture the flag. in the. You run around in the bush. At night. At night, in the yeah. dark, um, playing capture the flag. You yeah. think you're hiding and you're, and you're being yeah. all sneaky and you're not at all. <laughs> That's the thing, reflecting, going, doing wide games Dude, as a as, leader. As a leader. You're just like, you're man, like oh man, I you was, suck. was so bad <laughs> yeah. at, at being sneaky. And I just remember like we're walking along and we... We probably thought we were being sneaky, but we were probably just talking. Yeah. And I just remember hearing these stomps from the background. And it was kind of like a movie. You know, when it's like movies, like close up of a person and then someone like running through the bush and then back in close up and then and and they're, they're, sh- get, and they're getting closer <laughs> and closer <laughs> and just hearing it. And you're like, what is that? Yeah. And suddenly Chris Stevens just came out of the bush and just crash tackled all of us. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> but, you know, I loved it. It was the best. Yeah, cool. it's um. I always think about how, because it was a little bit different for me. Um, like if we keep reflecting on we we mm. grew up at the same time. Because the other thing that I just remembered then was that you were, you became school captain. So I did. And Karen, my wife now, was school captain with you. Yeah. And I don't know if we know anyone that had has had two Christian school captains as part of their um high school uh, I know there was one at Kirui around the same time as us but I don't know if there was um, did that change think, anything uh, I think I think the two captains at Lucas Heights at, in our grade were also Christians oh um, and then also we had a couple uh, after us there were a couple of so Nicole McBeth oh yes she was maybe you behind us maybe I don't remember I don't remember because I was really bad like I'd I didn't like the people I was in the grade with, let alone like trying to have <laughs> friends outside of our grade. Um, and then Ebony Birchall was also school captain oh, at Gaimey. about that. So, um, yeah. So that that was that was fun. Um, I didn't want to be captain. <laughs> yes, to Is be it? honest, I didn't actually want to run. Um, not to like. Where don't we? Where don't we? This, we is, could, this, is, a massive, just, this is going to be a massive flex. I just yeah. want to. Yeah. So yeah. I do apologize. Just for stop that. for a second. I just yeah. want to. I just want to. Let's compare prefect stories between you and me. You go first. Am I talking about? Am I telling no, the no. whole thing, including no. your story? <laughs> you tell your story. I'll tell <laughs> my story. <laughs> um, I, I think basically I had, I had gotten over school by like the end of year ten, so okay. I didn't really. Like at the end of it, I was just doing it because you had to do it. Like I didn't yeah. really enjoy being there. I I didn't feel like I was. I never really learned to study, so I think I was kind of like getting by okay on my on. I was smart enough to get a by get by okay, but then once you really had to crack down and start studying, I was like, I don't want to do this. This is same. So, so um, <laughs> don't worry, I still have an elementary yeah, yeah. second so, year degree. So. <laughs> That's kind of so year 11 12 I don't really want to be there. You get to year 11, they put in nominations for 
prefect, I don't put a nomination in. Uh, a teacher who I had in year 11 was Which like teacher? Mrs. Ship, uh, a history teacher. Favorite, she was, favorite teacher. She was a lovely teacher. Yep. Um, she said, Michael, I'd like you to put your name in. So I put my name in. So the way the, the way the voting worked at school was, yeah. you would all get up and do a speech. Yep. Coke in the bubblers. Yeah, all that stuff, right? Yeah. And the grade would all get a vote. Yep. And, and the top, I think it was, I don't remember how many there were, but there were a lot of us. There were a lot of- It was of like eight or 10, I think. On each side. Yeah. So I think there was like eight, maybe like 18, like <laughs> captains and prefects, right? Our yeah. graduating class had 80-something kids, yeah. which means you were a 20% chance of getting in to be a prefect, right? That's, and this is important when Joel tells his story. Um, so then what happened was out of, the, out of that group, yeah. you then did another speech yeah. for captain, vice captain, and senior prefect. Yeah. But the people who voted on that were the teachers and the pr- elected prefects. Uh, okay, so they yeah. basically stacked the vote. The yeah, teachers yeah. stacked the vote, right, to yeah. make sure someone um that it wasn't just a straight popularity it wasn't a straight contest. popularity contest so somehow i i end up winning which is <laughs> which is cool yeah. um not th- yeah but it, but it was all reluctant like i didn't really want to do it um yeah. so i end up getting in karen ends up getting we, we end up being captain together um and yeah i mean even then like people were like there were comments about me being captain. So it was like, even when like this cool thing happens, it was like people making smart ass comments about- You mean El Capitan? Oh no, not, not like, they were like fun ones, but they were like negative ones too. Yeah. Like, what did I do to get that? I was like, I didn't even want to be that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that story. Um, I do remember at one point, do you want, are you going to tell your story? Well, the, you should so tell yeah, your yeah, story yeah, and, then we, can, and right. then we can get ready guys. stories. Yeah. You'll find this unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. <laughs> First, I did put, I chose to put my name in as yep. prefect, I believe. Did not get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? Like, I'm a good student. And um, <laughs> and then I remember, we must have been in year 11. Or, no, was, we were in year 12. We started year 12. We started we year started 12, 12. And it was in English. And they like, you need to, someone came and like, you need to go down to the office. I'm like, what have I done? Yeah. Like, and then the principal is there. The principal and my year advisor are there. I'm like, hello, <laughs> what have I done? And yeah. they're like, well, we've had someone leave the school. <laughs> and they were a prefect. And you were next on the list. So <laughs> <laughs> now you're a prefect. Uh, I was like, okay, cool. And, and then I come back and I go, oh, I'm a prefect now. <laughs> I've got like that little badge. Yeah. And, guess, and of course, guess what I got called? The defect. Because I was the <laughs> default prefect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, two sweetest d- words in the English, English language. language. Default. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Compared, just, just in like background to that story of the, the kid leaving, I do remember in class. What did he leave for? So no. So yeah. so I don't know why he left. I think he just didn't want to finish school. Yeah. Um, but I do have a distinct memory of being in class, <laughs> and yeah, I know what you're talking. At the back, there was a spare table at the back of the room, like pushed up against the, spare table. at the back at the back wall, pushed against yeah. the back wall. And there was an old whiteboard resting against it. Yeah. And he came into class before the teacher rocks up, walks to the back of the room, climbs under the desk <laughs> and falls asleep. Leaves <laughs> his bag out, I remember. Yeah. yeah. 
And this is the guy who beat Joel to prefect. <laughs> also got in trouble for selling drugs. Yeah. Oh, wow. So um, <laughs> have a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. It sounds like well, a story a you're going to reveal. Um, that was a yeah. Joke. So so once again, a good thing, like someone yeah. being a prefect, just gets wrecked immediately. Because no, you can't have nice things at Gaimi High. Yes. It's not allowed. Except for a dinosaur like, mural. That is very good. Dinosaur mural. Oh, they, they, on the dinosaur, if you've ever been on the highway and gone past Gaimi High and seen the dinosaur mural, there yeah. was an attempt at one point to paint over it. Was there? Yeah. Because the, Brandon brought it up iconic. and I didn't even know what he was talking about. But that's because yeah. you used to you used to stand there all oh, the time yeah, you didn't, the Yeah, bus. you didn't get the bus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you got the bus, you could see it. It's on the high, You can see it on the highway. There yeah. was an attempt to paint over it. And there was some sort of rallying cry to not do it, that's and then they couldn't do been. it. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, that's because you're in you're in the know. That's oh, school, if you're not on, you weren't on Facebook, so if you're not on Facebook, it was, I think it was on Facebook. It did the rounds. Oh, a couple of years ago. Yep, I'm cool. Uh, let's go back to talking about being a Christian yeah, <laughs> rather yeah. than a school captain. <laughs> Christian school captain, though, which yes. is cool. Yep. Um, I think we spoke about. Coming to the end of year 12, mm-hmm. we, it was a pivotal moment for us. Year 12 was a pivotal moment yep. for us. Stressed out about HSE. Um, we did our first Sorovol week away. Yep. Um, schoolies, all that kind yep. of stuff. What happens after that? You being a Christian, you said you went, we didn't go straight into ministry, you and I, because we were kind of like, oh, we should oh, we should focus on our HSE. <laughs> well, yeah. That went um, well. So, yeah, we do the HSE. So we're just doing Saturday nights and church on Sundays at that point. Um, oh, quick story on the first time I went to church. Um, yeah. So Chris Stevens is one of my leaders, one yeah. of our leaders. Um, he's a he's a regular member of Soul Revival um, and, a, and a really great friend. Um, he's a massive Penrith supporter, which is a surprise <laughs> to no one. Yeah. I am a massive... Penrith Panthers. Pen- 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 yeah. Penrith Panthers club. in the NRL for our um, international viewers. Yeah. Um, and I am a, a, a big fan of the Manly Warringah Sea Eagles. Which is both, um, you both are weird. Which is both weird because if you know the geography of Sydney, neither of us live in the area which... Anywhere near. Anywhere, anywhere near. near. Either of those areas. Um, uh, so, so Manly, we're playing Penrith in Manly, which is on the northern beaches of Sydney. And Chris is like, we should go. And I'm like 16. So Chris calls my parents and says, can I take him to the footy? So this is kind of, kind of the start of child protection stuff, which is, so it was just me and him in a car <laughs> ride, right? Yeah. Which is, it was all great. And, and we went to the footy and, we, and Chris said, well, we're at Brookvale, which is Manly's home ground. So I get to pick where we sit. So we've got to sit with the traveling Penrith supporters. Oh, of course. And, you know, the average amount of teeth is about four. And there's giant flags and all this stuff, right? We get thumped. I think it was like 60 to four. Like it was an embarrassing score line, right? Wow. So I've got to come back from, from Manly to the Shire, which is, a, yeah. you know, it's a, fair, it's a fair hike. Like an hour and a bit, at least. Yeah. On Sunday afternoon. And Chris, and I'm like, oh, cool, we'll go home. And Chris is like, oh, sorry, we can't go home. Like I won't have time to drop you home because we've got to go to church. Sneaky. So he basically <laughs> just goes, I'll take you, I'll, I'll drop you home after church. So basically you were kidnapped. Basically I got kidnapped. <laughs> um, went to church. Uh, hanging out at church. It was communion. <laughs> <laughs> so I took communion for the first time, not knowing what it was or whether yeah. I should do it. Um, and then like leave church with like a bunch of missed calls 
from my mum. Mom. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you? What are you doing? So that was my first time at church. Anyway, so what was the original question? Oh, what, would, what did we do after school? Year 12 was year the pivotal 12. point. So yeah, so year tw- so, so basically, you know, we're all in on this Christian thing, all in on solis, but not 100% sure like what ministry is. That square thing galvanised us. We were forced to make a decision. Yes. So that was helpful because it was like, you guys need to make a call. Are you with us or against us? And I'm like, well, I'm with these guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm with Jesus. So, um, yeah. It took me a while to figure out that ministry was, a, like what ministry was mm-hmm. and like doing stuff at ch- church and like that's something you can do and should do as a Christian. Yeah. Which so, is why we were probably also reticent to start ministry straight after school, I think. I think I was in the yeah, same Yeah, it took boat. me a while to figure out what it was, what it meant to be a Christian and live as a Christian. Yeah. Um, but deciding I wanted to do it, but not knowing fully what it was. Um, so we didn't, do, we didn't do ministry for a little bit. Um, and then there was a thing called Senior High, which was a year 11 and 12 Bible study um, that the Redmonds were hosting. Um, on a, it was also on a Friday night and we weren't doing anything on a Friday night. And so every now and then what we would do is we'd, we'd, we'd catch up and get a pizza or something. We'd, we'd yeah. hang out and then we'd wait until they would officially finished. And then we would crash <laughs> yeah. the Bible study and hang out with them. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of a introduction, like a soft introduction to, to, to ministry. Yeah. Um, and then at some point they were like, you guys should do youth leading. And we were like, cool. Um, <laughs> So we signed up for that. So Chris, who was our leader, um, said, oh, well, he, he was going to come back. So he came back in like a team leader role, like a discipleship mentoring role for us. Yeah. Um, and that was where we first met Jared Spring and Pete Waddington yeah. as well. Because they're like, you're going to do it with these guys. And we're like, who are these guys? <laughs> <laughs> like the, first really? fri- the first Friday we turn up, we're yeah. like, I don't yeah. know who you guys are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of the beginning of youth leading. So we, we started with year... Well, year seven kind of at salt which was the yep. year seven eight group um kind of that was kind of the beginning of of ministry at gone Anglican in the, in the church hall so at that point we in the were we in the church building or in the hall at that point salt was in the hall salt was in the hall yep and then uh rev well, used to be at the venue yeah, and yeah. then then we stopped using the venue yeah yeah and then we uh, you came up, you started leading all the way up to year nine. So year nine and 10, we were leading Rev. Yeah, yeah. But you dropped back to Salt, Salt as a team yeah. leader role. Yeah. I was just trying to figure out when year the, nine when leadership. The, when the whole, because, yeah. Because for a while, Rev was like meeting off site for a bit at the Doof Doof. That's right, yeah. And I was just trying, I was just trying to remember. At a different, at a different, uh, different hall. Uh, there, there was a community hall we were renting while other, th- other venues weren't available. Mm. So yeah, that was kind of the start of, start of ministry which was cool i think a question i asked you a while ago um was do you wish you'd shown more of your faith at school because that's something we've constantly talked about on this podcast Um, i don't know if i i think originally i think i i think most people go yep i wish i had have been more bold about stuff um but i also looking back i also don't know if i knew how to be more bold about it. Yeah. Like a bunch of our friends or people at school were coming to youth and were hearing the gospel and making decisions not to be Christians. Yeah. Um, if I'm looking online now, I'm seeing heaps of people who I didn't know were Christians are now Christians. So there's a few people from school who weren't involved in anything that 
was at school who were Christians or at least are now Christians. And so I'm like, well, there's not much I could have really done. Like, you know, maybe we could have done something. Um, yeah. But I, I think probably looking back, I'm like, nah, I'm pretty, I'm, we're always sinful and we're always short, falling short. And I think I could have been, I could have been a, a better Christian in terms of like, identified sin and stopped doing that in my life. Like I was a pretty, ang- I was pretty angry. That's not a great Christian thing to do. Mm. Um, you were angry. Your anger was justified to a certain degree. You yeah, were, you but, were yeah, often but, targeted. Yeah, but, but yeah, but the, 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 what's the proper Christian response to the, that? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, what pro- is it? The proper, well, it's, you know, live peaceable amongst your friends and, and like live peaceably yeah. amongst everyone um, and to the best of your abilities, like love everyone. And so, um, getting angry at people, whether it's justified or not, isn't necessarily helpful. And yeah. it definitely wasn't helpful. Um, so, yeah, I think I could have lived more like Jesus, but I don't think I could have been... I think when we talk about being bold, we talk about telling people about Jesus. Yeah. Um, but I felt like... I, I don't know if we could have told them more about Jesus than, than we did, but mm-hmm. I could have lived more boldly in terms of, like, stood up to some stuff earlier in terms of like making a decision about what we're doing with church and doing that stuff earlier. But at the end of the day, I think I wasn't there as a Christian to be able to do that mm. at the time. Is there a certain moment you think of that you sh- you wish you had acted differently? Uh, oh, there's a few smaller moments where I did things that I definitely wish I didn't do. Go on, give us one. Um, oh, nah, because they'll, they'll be pretty personal for people. Okay. Um, That's fair. Just in terms of like, like, I could have dealt with some friendships better or some falling outs better instead of just being angry about it and just going, well, you're being a bad friend. It's your fault. Yeah. And just be angry at them and then just write them off. And not, not much grace in it. Oh, yeah, no grace. And then I also feel bad about, like like we talked about before, the the, the kind of passing on the, the problem if you're getting picked on. It's like really you know it's like if you're gonna be like jesus like well i should have just taken it yeah right i shouldn't have passed passed the suffering on to someone else or dealt with it differently or just you just be like okay well this is just the card that i got dealt and i'm gonna i'm gonna be sacrificial in this moment Mm. instead of sacrificing another person Mm. i'll take it it's just high like looking back now you just like it's just high school but when you're in high school it's all that there is. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, all I've got at high school is these 80 odd people that I'm going to school with every day. What am I going to do with that? Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know what other people thought of me in high school because I haven't talked to people since high school. Um, you didn't even come to the reunion. No, nah, I was like, why would I, why would I, <laughs> I haven't seen these people for 10 years. Why would I suddenly want to see them? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no offense to anyone if you're watching. Which they probably won't be. No, I, d- I, d- I doubt it. <laughs> Um, I did some, so you went on to uni yep. and then, um, full-time work mm-hmm. in between those times from high school, becoming a Christian and up to when, you know, you've been, like you said, you've been doing youth ministry leading for 15 years. Can you pick out some turning points in your life that you're like in your faith in terms of like where you knuckled down even more or like, I mean, the thing that I think about is that I didn't, I didn't read, I didn't read my Bible consistently enough between the ages of 18 and I reckon 25. I haven't read my Bible consistently enough since ever. Like I'm always in and out of kind of doing that stuff. I think that's a failing of a lot of 
Christians. Yeah. Um, I think I, I, so I finished school and that was a relief, but it wasn't like I had any goals for the next stage. So um, I went to uni. I got, I, I, I just scraped into a, an accounting degree at Wollongong. Um, and I did that for three years. Uh, I was basically like two years in and I'm like, I hate this, but I've only got a year left, so I'll just do it. Um, so kind of, I wasn't super motivated about that part of my life, but church was a really big thing. So we were, so there was, there was that aspect of it. Um, because we were at uni and most of us had Fridays off, we would hang out every Friday, basically all day. Yeah. And then go and do ministry together. So we spent a lot of time at Joel's house. We used to have FIFA Fridays where we'd go and play FIFA at Joel's place. Oh, and yeah, I forgot about over that. The, <laughs> and then you had a pool, so over the summer, oh, um, yeah, we would we would have that. Um, there was a bunch of... Uh, and there was a bunch of us doing it, and we were all doing youth ministry together. And so basically I just went from kind of finishing school and leaving that behind to just coming into this giant friendship group that was uh, full of awesome people yeah. that wanted to hang out all the time. Um I have a distinct memory and I I don't know if I've got the 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 time period right of it's like kind of merged into a thing. But I remember going on holidays to foster with my family, so my parents and my sister. We were staying in an apartment on the beach. And I remember being on the balcony one time and looking down and seeing Paul Archer. And what had happened was a bunch of guys had gone I think they'd gone to Easter Fest, which is a music festival in Queensland. And had stopped on the way down at Foster because the Waddington family were at Foster. They have a house there. So I remember like we we just kind of mobile phones were just kind of new to having a mobile phone. And I remember, are you I'm like, are you at Foster? Paul's like, Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I can see you from my balcony. So I ended up on this holiday, like hanging out with them. Yeah. And I but I don't remember what year that was and where that fits in the timeline. But I remember that being yeah. a a thing of being like, oh, cool, this is what friends are like. <laughs> you know, like like wanting to hang out and stuff. So kind of, we, yeah, like three years of uni, hanging out, doing that. We did Berea yeah. at one point during that for a year. Yeah. Um, so cool. Berea is our um, youth ministry training program that we run. Um, it's still it's still going on. High, much more developed than what it was when we did it <laughs> too. Yeah. It, well, yeah it, well, it's been going for 15, well, 15 years from when I did it. So... Mm. And it was going on well before we did it. Yep. Um, so we were doing it at the girls' place down at Cronulla for a while. And then the Ware's, and then Anna Ware hosted it for a bit too. Um, so that was really good in kind of understanding why church was the way it was, mm. why Solis is the way it is. It was Friday mornings. Um, we used to, yeah, we used to do it Friday mornings. Then we could hang out in the Arvos and then we'd do youth yeah. ministry stuff. So awesome. we were, so Solis was an all-encompassing thing, which was excellent. Like it was so yeah. good to just have this thing that was so beautiful. Um, and just we wanted to be part of all the time. Yeah, like the, well, our class, Berea class, was massive. Yep. Like we had heaps of people that are still at Solis now who did that, did that um, course together. Um, just growing an understanding of church and and work and not just like not just learning stuff, but also trying to solve problems. So a lot of it was practical. So it was like, you know, something's not working with church or something's not working within the community. And we have this space to brainstorm it and work it out and reflect on what the Bible has to say about how we should do church. Um, you know, like working out like the values of soul revival, kind of that stuff was in there. Yeah. 
Um, check what, out the Shockers or podcast yeah. for more on that. Um, yeah, the val- the values of soul revival, the practice of soul revival. Um, that and was that, w- that would actually we actually had a, a an opportunity within that to change the values that you're talking about. Not change the values, but um, change how things were done. And that's the point of the Shockers or right? Is to yeah. listen to young people and find out what um, what was happening in culture, so that we could be. That the, the youth with the shock absorber and telling the church what needed to change. Yeah. Like I remember there was one distinct, like when we started doing ministry was when the Manuel came out. And Braden won't get this joke, but... Um, I've heard it. Yeah. So Soul, so soul Revival um, has a history of spelling mistakes. <laughs> um, but what, what an important thing had happened across churches, which was the child protection um, was a really important thing. And so we wanted to codify expected behaviours of youth leaders so that we could protect the kids that we were taking care of yep. um, and and also make sure we were holding leaders accountable to their behaviour. Yeah, and appropriately. Um, and appropriately. And, and so that was, you know, this, the, the most common things are like, you know... So, uh, always the, at least one leader yeah, in the car. With always, always doing things publicly, mm. you know, never having private conversations. Um, yeah. The digital space was new, so what does that mean? And things like that. Um, and so that got codified, which was an important thing. And also some of that was legal. Uh, but then also the, the, the values of soul revival and the, and, the ex, and the expectations of soul revival leaders got codified. Um, and so I remember there being a big discussion about alcohol because the culture of Solis was we don't drink at Solis because there are under 18s there. So yeah. they can't drink. And also some people have a problem with drinking. So let's make this an alcohol-free space, which everyone agreed on, Yeah. right? One of the other things we'd had was culturally in the 80s, um, youth leaders going out drinking after youth group was to some of the youth leaders more exciting than the youth ministry. So it's like why they were doing youth ministry. Yeah, so they were yeah. like they were doing that and they then they but and they would talk about it at youth mini, at youth group and etc. Yeah. And what they were basically expressing culturally was, oh actually the thing we do after is more important than the thing we're doing now. Yeah. And so Solis had culturally made a, an agreement that maybe we shouldn't do that. That got codified when we when the manuel came out. The manual, the leader's manual was the joke. And when it was first presented. And it was first presented as Manuel. The Manuel. So it was kind of a, f- <laughs> a fun little joke. Um, and But that got codified. Yeah. And so there was a big discussion about does that still need to be part of who we are? Um, is it culturally a problem across youth groups now that that's a thing? Um, and also some of the people at church had started forming bands and bands play in venues where there's alcohol. Um, they play on Friday nights. So is it, are we allowed to go and support them after youth group, et cetera, et cetera. So I remember having those deep, like these were real discussions about what yeah. we, you know, expectations of leaders. So that's like really, a really powerful thing to be a part of as like a yeah. 19, 20 year old when, it, when a church says. You're feeling listened to. Yeah, yeah you're, well, feeling you're a friendship yeah. group yeah. Yep. at that point. Yep. Like, yeah. It's not just someone else telling you. Like you're turning up to work or something where someone's telling you the rules. It's like no, we're we're all friends here and yep. we want to hang out. And what do we represent? And like, how yeah. do we serve Jesus? Yeah, in the how best do we way? serve Jesus as a friendship group? And what do what do we what does our friendship group look like? How are we helping each other with this? How are we like? I think it's a really important thing to give that they. It's really cool that they gave you guys mm. ownership over that space to be able to have that discussion. Because yeah, I'm a massive like for me Friday night 
doesn't really finish until the leaders go home. Like no. like youth ministry finishes when the leaders go home and I do not want the leaders to go home really ever. Like it's like I want to be there as late as possible hanging out because yeah. it's not an event that I'm putting on. So at the moment, so I'm the youth, one of the youth coordinators here uh, at Solar Arrival with Jared and Haley Spring. Um, and so we've got a group that's year seven to 10 uh, here on a Friday, plus a bunch of year 11 and 12 is coming to help, help us run stuff. Um, and for me, it's like the kids go home at 9.30, but I don't really want the leaders going home at 9.30. Like I want to be here hanging out yeah, exactly. and having fun until as late as possible. Um, the fun thing is we can have the freedom to be like, well, not everyone likes to hang out all the time. So you can kind of go whenever, yeah, exactly. you, know, whenever you want. And people have a bunch, you know, some people work Saturday mornings and whatever and can't hang out. But what we're trying to do is say, this isn't a job that you like swipe your card on the way in and the way out. It's like yeah. this is a friendship group because we love Jesus. And we want to share that friendship group with a bunch of teenagers in an appropriate way. Yeah. So kind of working out that culturally when you're 20 and this church of, you know, hundreds of people are like, how should we do stuff? What do you think? And you'll be like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But it's almost yeah. like, it sounds like it's the first time you felt listened to as a young person. Yeah. But something yeah. that was important. And I think you. it's like, it's, in reality, it's like the only space that that can even exist. So at uni, you don't have a, like, unless you join like the, like a group yeah. at uni, which I did not have any interest oh, in. Oh, you at didn't all. think about joining medieval group? No, <laughs> no. I deliberately scheduled my timetable to minimise the amount of time I was at uni. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I even took a history class in my final semester just because it fitted neatly into my timetable <laughs> and I had an extra credit that I needed to get. Lovely. That's um, something we've talked about quite a lot. You, like Brayden, myself, Ethan, and other people, have, when we talked about uni, it was like, for other people, especially at Wollongong Uni, it would be a thing to hang out there all day, like because that's where your friendship groups are. But we were like, we're just going to uni, so yeah. then we can we want to get back to church. Yeah, and we I want to keep on a friendship group at church. Yeah. Like an important distinction that I think I didn't make last time was lots of people have awesome, like really really good moments in their faith at uni, and mm. like through uni groups and through stuff like that. Absolutely. I know heaps of people who that like changed their life and brought them to Christ. But I think yeah, just. In terms of the discussions we had, we've had, and like I don't know, I just for me it was like as little time there as possible, maximize the amount of time I can be doing whatever I mm. want to be doing. <laughs> yeah. So I would go to the so at Wollongong there would be um, a Wednesday lunchtime public talk you yep. could go to, and I'd go to that every week, um, and I was going to the Commerce Faculty Bible Study every week as well, um, and I really enjoyed that time, and that was really kind of just another chance to chat about the Bible and um, it was really fruitful. Um, it just happened to clash with the commitment to Solis yeah. um, because it was one, it was in Wollongong. So there's the travel aspect of it. Um, and two, I was already in Solis and seeing the fruit of what we were doing here and wanted to be a part of that. Yeah. So I'm yeah, in no way do I, am I uh, like any, any space where there can be the public preaching of scripture in an open and welcome environment, I am all for it. So I, I would not discourage anyone from um, being a part of that ministry. It's just thinking through for yourself whether that's a ministry you want to get into or not. One of the things I love about Solis is that we're long-term, low-key relational. Yeah. And so I couldn't do uni ministry for 15 years because my degree only went for three. <laughs> so... I mean, I didn't go for the first 18 months. So I really only spent 18 months kind of going to this thing. And then I was out. 
Yeah. And so there's no, and that the churn is just like every year, half your Bible study disappears and the other half pops in. So mm. that's just the aspect of it. And um, for some people that's really helpful because yeah. that's their first exposure to the Bible. Um, but for me personally, the idea of doing ministry at Solis um, was really exciting. Yeah. Tell, tell us why you've been youth, part of youth ministry for a very long time. Yep. Why is youth ministry so important to you? Uh, because that was the space where I found Jesus. Mm. Um, and you want other people to experience that? So for some people who have a, a, um, a Christian upbringing, and their parents are Christians and they've had exposure to Je- like the message of Jesus, um, they've got that because their parents are able to give that to them. As someone whose parents are not Christians and have no interest in faith, the opportunity for me to hear the gospel um, is pretty rare. So having a space where I could do that in a factory in Kirawee mm. was, a, was a real blessing. And so being able to be a part of facilitating that for someone else um, is really exciting. And one of the cool things about it is and one of the reasons I keep going is that um, not only did I get to go through it with with you and a bunch of other people, which is great, and still be fr- and be friends now, um, and like so, go through youth ministry, lead together, still be friends after fifteen years. I also got an opportunity to lead Braden and lead Ethan and lead a bunch of other people who I'm now friends with. Yeah, and going wow, all of those Fridays not only were they fun, but man, they had they're worth it. Like. Mm because there's nothing more valuable than the gospel and there's nothing more valuable than than an eternity in heaven. And being able to share that message with people who would not have otherwise been able to hear it is a real privilege. Um, so an opportunity to do that. Um, one of the fun things about being a coordinator is not only am I hanging out with youth, but I'm also helping leaders in in they're growing in maturity as well. So I get a discipleship role across a bunch of age groups, um, which is really cool. And God's also blessed me with a bunch of experience in youth ministry that I'm able to share with people. So I don't want to waste that while I I still have the energy to do Friday Friday (laughs) night. That's really cool, man. I think it's really cool to sit down with three of us that didn't grow up in a Christian household Mm. and all came to Jesus through solely's and youth around youth ministry like mm. and i personally i have no idea like how i would have found god without that i just can't see i can't see a way that it yeah. like it's not clear to me a way that it would have happened otherwise so i think yeah. it's such a cool if we think about the yeah. permission note for scripture yep yours for some reason got lost in the system i think i didn't hand mine in like God had a plan, hey. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a, and that's the thing. So don't hear me like like youth ministry is important, but God will work however God wants to work. Yeah. And and Jesus will call his people to him. Um so youth ministry is just being a part of that. Um which is which is really cool to see kids um yeah, experience Jesus for the first time. Um it's cool and it's also cool for the to have um so we've got kids who have both grown up in christian homes and who are who are um never never experienced uh jesus and so i'm particularly i particularly feel for kids who have never 
heard the story of Jesus before because that's a personal story for me. Yeah. Um, but the other wonderful thing is that for kids who've grown up in Christian homes, to be able to see them grow in their faith and take it on for themselves is also a real blessing. So, yeah, that's a that's another cool thing, um, which has kind of happened recently. Yeah, we which had is, that happen. Which is which is really a cool. Fridays ago, um, really cool. One of the one of the kids at church who um, has, has has a Christian family made the decision that he wanted to own his faith for himself, and to to be a part of that is really. For that to keep happening too is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, like and you know it's the the you know I preached and Apollos what is it I I preached and Apollos watered and but God makes them grow, so it's you just you just a you just a part of God's kingdom and and the work that God's doing and you just try and doing it faithfully, um, but having the opportunity to be a part of something, whether it's youth ministry or kids ministry or doing something with adults or you know there's so much stuff that the church needs to do, um, you know the. Is it harvesters plentiful? You know, harvesters yeah. lives of workers a few. That yeah. that idea, um, but we're really blessed here at Solvar with a wonderful youth team, um, and so being able to lead that with Jared and Haley is really cool. Yeah, well, that's Brandon, you're a part of that too. Hey, with the Friday night gathering and yeah, yeah, that's um, you guys, you guys kill it. I, yeah. I love what you guys do. Yeah, echoing what Grieve said about like coming to faith through youth ministry. I think has put youth ministry is very much something that I had love doing and I'm super blessed to be able to still get to do and mm. hang out on a Friday and have a good time and I think so Joel was the leader of you two were the leader for the year above me at youth group so you were kind of around especially Greaves later on when he was in charge of salt were around the whole time I was going through youth group and I think it's such a cool thing to still have those relationships and be able to and relate to you guys differently, obviously, because we're older and you, you're married with kids. You got married, Greaves, as well, but also getting to talk to people about that, like talking to Joel about his kids and talking to Joel about how he's, like, relationships going. I remember sitting down with Greaves when I was thinking about proposing to my wife and just being like, mm. what a, like, and just chatting through that and being like, oh, I don't really know what to do with this. And I remember you just being like, like, there's no barriers. Like, what are you talking about? Like, don't worry about it. I don't know if you remember that. No, but like, I don't, I don't just remember. Being able to, just being <laughs> able to have that. I can still imagine the way you delivered it. Yeah, it's just, just like, do it. what are you doing? Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> but just, just like... This um, guy. Yeah, I know. I, just, <laughs> well, I, was, I know, I know. Well, it's from experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but just being able to have those, have those people around that you've had those long-term invested relationships. Like, yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it's awesome to be able to sit down and, and talk as something talk about something as shallow as how rubbish manly are or talk about like, hey, I want to like, I'm in love with this. Like I'm in love with my girlfriend and how do I like, how do I go about proposing? Like, what do I do? Like, I'm not really sure about this and this and being able to have that conversation as well. I think it's really cool that we have a, like we have a space on Friday where we can reach down and help people grow in that way and also help each other. But we also have a space on Saturday night where I can reach up and ask people about things and like to ask Stu or ask Pete or anyone. I think it's, yeah, I think, yeah, um, yeah giving people that space is s- such an invaluable mm. thing. Yeah. Well, that's something we, that was learned at Soul Revival for a long time was Saturday night is for the leaders to hang out and be like sharpening each other in there. And then yeah. so that we can sharpen the crew that you're leading. 
yeah. in a better way as well. So yeah. that was that Friday, was well. Friday was supposed to be, is Friday. Is, it's 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 a missional mindset. So one of the things we've talked about often is, you know, we know people who have gone overseas to do mission. So, but what's the difference between that and what we're doing on a Friday night? You know, it's like this, we're still making sacrifices. We're still doing stuff. It just happens to be we're at, we're at home. But we should have the mindset of we're actually going on mission yeah. on a Friday. And the cool thing about what Braden's doing, leading us on a Friday with the gathering, is that it's a youth-led gathering, attempting to be all age, all stage. Yeah. So instead of it being an adult-run gathering that youth can go to. It's a youth-run gathering that adults can come to, yeah. and that's a real new experiment, I think, um, in, particularly in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd love to hear people's like, if other people are trying something similar, to kind of go, what does it look like if the youth run something for church that everyone can go to instead yeah. of the youth just running stuff for youth? Yeah. Um, so it's been really fun thing to try and to try and figure out, but to come to a gathering like pre-COVID, and you know having a like a 17-year-old on the sound desk and a 12-year-old reading the Bible, like, and just being, re- like, in a, you know, and, and a 14-year-old praying. Yeah. And then being, you know, like, you know, and a bunch of kids wanting to be in the band and, you know, we had, you know, you, we have dinner together and you'd walk in there and there'd be a bunch of teenage girls behind the counter serving up food because they want to be part of the community. Yeah. He's like, isn't that a, like, isn't that a, that's like, how would you not want to be part of that? Like, that's the kind of, that's my attitude towards it. Yeah, I think that's something we talked about in the Shogun Sorbo is in terms of intergenerational ministry, um, how you approach the youth and children in your church defines how you do church across the entire church. And um, that's something that you guys are a big part of, especially on Friday nights. But we know that that plays across the entirety of Sorbo Church. I think it's probably worth wrapping up chips there, Michael. But yep. I'd love to hear any final reflections for people that... We like to see the chip lunch as uh, what we call commitments, like a, an offshoot of commitments where people can come to us and think about and listen to mainly about how we're growing up as a Christian and how we can live better for Jesus. Anything you want to leave the listeners with? Yeah. Um, I'll probably be in the comments. So if you want to throw something in the comments, I'm happy to answer it there. Um, if we get heaps of comments, then maybe I'll get a part two episode. So <laughs> Ooh, maybe, maybe just, <laughs> you know, likes, so just get in there, get, get like, and subscribe. Let, let them know that you, that, want, that you want me, that you want me back. <laughs> Set up a hashtag of some sort. We want Greaves. Um, uh, I'm going to take over this your, podcast. Yeah, it's your PR move. Just next, next, yeah. <laughs> Check me out on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Oh man, it's just you answer the me. question. Is um, there anything you want to leave us with? I'm just, I'm just trying to lighten the mood after it was a bit heavy towards the end. Um, it was great. Bro. Are we talking about like leaving for for like kids in high school and stuff? Is that what we're anyone any, in your experiences in growing up as a Christian from high school onwards? What would you like? What would you like people to know? Uh, we talked about being bold before, and I would say live the life that you think Jesus wants you to live. Um, you'll find that in the Bible, but be bold and live that. Don't live the life that the people around you want you to live. And your sinful, sinful nature tells you to, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I just remember, I just, just as a side, the amount of gangster rap that I listened to in high school, <laughs> because that was what you had to listen to. <laughs> and I'm like, I do not care about Biggie Smalls and Tupac and the insane clown posse and like oh, all of this stuff, right? You're just like, it's just... Like people can like you can like that. That's fine. I just didn't like it, but I had to listen to it because that's what people, 
You know, like, I, I like ska music, right? No one likes ska music, but yeah, that's the, you know, yeah. Closing ceremony in Tokyo. Scar is back, baby. Scar is back. Just took a band. It will never die. A 30-year-old Japanese band will bring Scar back to the world. Um, <laughs> yeah, so just be, yeah, um, be the person that Jesus wants you to be. You will find who that is in Scripture. Um, and, if you, and if you don't know where to look, ask an older Christian to help you to do that. Um, and if you're at Soul Revival, you can come and ask me. I'd love to chat with you about it. Yeah, that's cool. We've also got a Discord, guys. So if yeah. you want oh, to get on the jump, Discord, jump I'll the get on Discord, the Discord for sure. They, yeah. they, that will be the when link that, will be in when the is show this, notes. When is yeah. this video live, Joel? This will come out on Thursday. What's the date? <laughs> it's Thursday, coming out very the twenty sixth of August. There you go. I know that. Thank you. Thursday, twenty sixth of August. Get on the Discord. Like and subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> you are trying to take over, aren't you? <laughs> Check out the Shock Absorber and all our weekend gatherings. Absolutely. All on YouTube. <laughs> Time to wrap up yeah. the chips, Joe. Oh, I <laughs> oh, got him. Got him. I was like, he's not going to say the catchphrase, is he? Oh, jeez. Make yourself at home, why don't you? <laughs> take your shoes off. You, you put me in the middle. You put me in the middle. <laughs> We're wrapping the chips up. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for having me. I love you heaps, bro. Love you yeah. too. Thank you so much. I'm really proud of you. And thanks, Braden. So Proud good. of you too, but thank you. Michael shared a lot today, so oh, I was really, yeah. really stoked on him. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe. Like Part and subscribe. two coming soon. And I'll we'll finish with that. One way. One way. Thanks, guys. Yeah.